Jelem bregado, zule bregete baruskete, barakatuskete bragadozia, leketeketekete, baluskete baruskete bragado, sheleketosia, le salam bragadozia, likiti, jalam bragada, zuzube legede, jalam bragadozia, likitikiti, baruskete, barakatus alambra, jalan katuskete barusia, likitusia, baruskete, barakatusha, libri kitusia, Baruskete balagada, jalang daruskete, ralanda ragatu, barusia, leketekete, barakatusia, baruskete, jelim brigadusia, andaruskata, barakatusia, leketeketekete, jelim bragadusia, leketekete, barusa lakata, jalam bragadusia, le brigadegadegade, jalam bragadagadagadagada, baruskia, labrusia, labrusia, jalakatusketeba, lenkatusketem bragadusia, lankatusha labra. Zelusha, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you, we magnify your name for another wonderful podcast today. We thank you for what you said to do. We thank you, Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. All right. Um, welcome everybody to the Youth Network podcast of this um, this edition. And to everyone who has been listening, I truly want to appreciate you. Thank you for always listening and um, sharing around. I truly want to appreciate you. May God bless you. All right. Tonight, I mean, today we'll be looking at lovers down me more than this. Lovers down me more than this. Well, we understood that where the scripture came in the Bible was um, um, John 21 16. After Jesus has already been. Um, 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 after Jesus has been taken to the cross, killed, resurrected, and the apostles, and um, Peter, in their opinion, they thought everything has ended. Okay, he came here, he was with us, he taught us many things. But in their opinion, Jesus had died. Even when he was with them for three years, he told them he was going to resurrect. And, and you know, he has done all of this. And then it's as if maybe okay, that part of their life has already gone. Since they, they, it is an indication that what he has been teaching them all this while, they did not really understand. Because if they truly understood all he has been saying to them, they should naturally just continue the ministry of Jesus. But they did what? It, it's as if it was just like a face that passed through like that. So just, uh, Peter went back to fishing. And in um, John 21, 16, the Bible said, you see, um, let's read from 15. So when they had died, so when they are dying, Jesus said to Simeon Peter, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me more than this? He said unto them, Yea, Lord, that thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Now, Jesus told him three times. After that, um, um, let's, okay, let's take it from um, let's take it from verse 11. Simeon Peter went up and drew net to land full of great fishes and hundred and fifty-three. And for all, there were so many yet was of. The net broken. Jesus said unto them, Come and die. And none of the disciples thus asked him, Who art thou? Knowing that it was the Lord, Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them, and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from dead. So when they are dying, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Son of Jonas, I love this down me more than this. They were trying to catch fish at the river. They tried all day and nothing. And if you're from the riverine area, you find out that if you're from the riverine area, fishermen, they, they hardly go to river in, in daytime. Do you know why? Because the line of their nets will be seen by the fishes. So the, the mostly times they go to to catch fishes then the um, the midnight um, night period or in the midnight or later in the evening. So they really do not use the morning period. But Jesus he broke every protocol and asked them say they should lay down the net. He told them to do what. He said if they should do what they should put down the net. And they were going to catch 
they were going to and when they did they, they caught a lot of fish that their nets were even broken and all of this all of this all of that and jesus just told them he said peter simon peter lovest thou me more than this than this fishing you're doing do you truly love me he asked him three times that peter even became angry yes i love you and you know i love you now the situation you know there are there are certain things that happen sometimes and we can feel like we truly love jesus when jesus was telling disciples he said there will be a time when the shepherd will be um, will be strike and every sheep that follows him was they, they were going to do what ran away he told peter he was going to deny him three times and they were all just and my question was that where were all those people who were singing the praises of jesus when he was doing the bread and uh, when he was multiplying the fish the bread and every other thing where were those people is an indication that they were clapping you're the king you're this one they even wanted to make him made him king at the point that um, um, Kenneth Higgins said something, said, um, do not allow men to clap into the grave. Sometimes I, I have to vet the motive of my mind. Do you truly love God? Peter, Jesus here was asking Peter, lovest thou me more than this? This fishing you're doing, do you truly love me? Is it lovest thou me more than power? You know, we are in a generation that truly want power and the anointing. So sometimes you can use Jesus himself or God himself. We are using God himself because we know the easiest way. Since you're a believer, you cannot do kind of things to become popular. So you find yourself in ministry and your intention is to use God to get the power and the anointing so you can be famous. Lovest thou me more than marriage. You know, we are also in a generation who we, it is good. The Bible says we should go into the world and multiply. It says a man shall, shall cleave unto a woman and all of that. But the truth is that you truly love God more than marriage. Or your indication why you came to God is the reason so that when you marry, you can just find your way. Because the reason we have to start vetting our motive why we come to God. Because once we find the reason, the reason why you come to God will determine if you will stay when you finally got the reason why you came. Some people came to God because of marriage. So once they found the man they are looking for, once they find the woman they are looking for, they do what they neglect marriage. Are you truly using God? Or is, 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 is do you love him more than marriage? Do you love him more than ministry? Say, lovest thou me more than this? Do you truly love him? Sometimes I have to vet my motive. Is it because, do I love him because I'm doing ministry and because I'm seeing all of these great men, the way they are moving up and down and people are just um, admiring them? Is it the reason? Sometimes I have to walk, I have to vet my motive to know the reason why. Because until all of you for God forget about you, you will never get all of him. The, min- the first requirement to be used of God in a great way, the first requirement is that you give him your heart. Proverbs 21 says, he said, my son, Proverbs 23, 26, he said, my son, give me your heart. The first requirement to be used of God is your heart. It's not even your money. It's not your money. It's not your, it's not your, because if the truth is that if you truly love him, if you truly love him, there's nothing that will be too much for you to give to him. If you truly love him more than whatsoever thing you're doing, we have to truly vet our motive because um, the reason when you will find out that people, you, you, will, you will know this by, by the circumstance around people. You'll find people telling God, if you don't do this, if you don't do this within this period of time, then I won't serve you again. It's an indication that the reason that brought you to God, the reason that brought you to God is because of the job. So if you've waited for three years, four years, and the job is not coming, you're about to leave just and try something else. If you've waited for five years and the husband or the wife is not coming, then you'll leave Jesus and try something else. Now, vet, ask yourself, ask yourself, lovest thou me more than this? You love God more than marriage? You love God more than ministry. See, get to a point where um, the Bible said, see, if I don't care whatsoever it is that takes position of your heart more than what Jesus is, whatsoever thing that relegates Jesus to the second place of your heart, either it's money, either it's marriage, either it's, it's a job, either it's whatsoever it is, 
you are carnal. Whatsoever that can relegate Jesus to the second place of your heart. Lovest thou me more than this? Do you love him or you're using him? You're just using him to cajole so that you can be famous. Do you truly love him or you're, you're using him to get a wife? So that when you get the wife you're looking for, you can... So that you, because you've discerned that um, um, the Christian ladies, they pray a lot and they do all of these things. So you come to him so that you can get one and, and run away. Lovest thou me more than this. We truly have to vet our motive, the reason why we are serving God. You have already given God time that if this December end and he doesn't give you a job or your husband, you're leaving him to try something else. It's an indication that you, don't, you do not truly love him. See... Um, um, Abraham waited for 25 years before he could get Isaac and probably maybe Isaac wanted to take the place of God and the love for Isaac and God told him, say, Isaac, now take, not, take now thy son, that one to which you love most and go and sacrifice him for, for me. Can God ask you, do you, love, do you truly love God more than your ambition? Lovest thou me more than this? Do you truly love him more than your job? Lovest thou me more than this? There are people who God has given instruction. There are people who God has given instruction to do this and to do that. You can see the way they are so, they are running about, they are running away. They say, no, this cannot be God. This cannot be God. It's an indication that truly your love for God is just a mad thing. He said, for this, they draw close to me with their lips, say, but they are far with their own heart. Lovest thou me more than this. The, what Abraham could consider a testimony that made him follow God for 25 years. What he could consider, and God still asked him again to go and sacrifice it. After he is about to sacrifice, then God now said, See, now, Abraham, he said, I trust you. I know that you fear me. So a man who has followed you for 25 years does not trust you. See, that is why I said in, the, in, the, in, in Christ we are equal by grace. But let me tell you, sacrifice has placed us on this on different level. And that is why we can command certain results above certain people. There are certain things that men can do. And God, you know, God said, um, God swear with him, but he said, by my name, about sworn with you. He has found name, he has found any other thing greater than him. He didn't see. Then he said, By my name, have I sworn. Can God swear by your name? By his own name because of you. Can God swear by his name because of you? Lovest thou me more than this, that you truly love God more than your money. That God said today, go and close that account. Take that money and give to that church beauty. Take that money and give to that motherless baby care. Can you close it and not be rebuking Jesus? Lovest tell me more than this. God who gave you the job is telling you to resign from that job now. That has an assignment for you. And you're looking and you're, you're because our trust is in the job that we do and not in God. The lovest tell me more than this job. There are people God has spoken to. Leave that job and I'll have an assignment for you. And you're thinking, He said, When I sent you with that post and script, say lucky anything. He said, God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we do, or as according to the power that we're getting us, Ephesians 3.20. We only quote these scriptures, but they are not in our heart. I said it before that it is not by quoting scripture, it is the entrance of thy word that giveth life. So whatsoever thing that can enter can also be rejected. So we only quote them by mercy, but we don't have them in our spirit, man. Until the scripture truly entered our heart, not our mouth. The scripture don't bless you. See, the entrance of the, this, the scripture don't bless you because they enter your mouth. They, they bless you because they enter your spirit. He said, when he spoke to me, the spirit entered into me. See, and he set me upon my feet. So the spirit entered. And remember, the word of God is spirit in John 63. He said, for the word that I speak to you, he said, they are spirit and they are life. Until that word entered into you. He said, the word entered into me. He said, when he spoke to me, he said, the word entered and set me upon my feet. He said, the entrance of the word, give it light. And give it understanding to the simple. So the truly, the God's word that blesses you is not the one that, comes, that enters your mouth. It's the one that enters your spirit. Lovest thou me more than this. 
You have to start. We have to start vetting our motive. The reason why we came to God. You is it because you want to pass your exams and now you're, you're failing and you want to go and try something else? Love this down me more than this. See, I told somebody one time, love him to an to a point that even what you're trusting him for does not come to pass. You still God. Be like Abraham, giving glory to God, being faithful, giving glory to God. That even the outstanding that you're trusting God for, if the money does not come and your and your landlord push you out, do you still love him? That you're about to write your final year exams and you're trusting God to bring money and the money did not come yet and you have to have a carryover whatsoever. Do you still love him? Or you say it's a wicked God and you look for somebody else to be serving. Love us down me more than this. You truly have to vet your motive why you love God because this is the reason why we have people deba- departing because they think Jesus is just one um, um, money scheme, um, um, money laundry guy. He just comes and blessing you with money and all of that. See, let me tell you truly, the truly loving God. Um, um, Romans chapter twelve verse one. He said that I beseech you by the message of God that He may give your body a living, that He may give your body a living sacrifice only and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Let me tell you, the first the, the, the first requirement to get all of God is all of you. He said, my son, give me your heart. It truly, because, let me tell you, if you give him your heart, it's like buying a phone. It's like buying a new phone. A charger comes with it. There are certain things that you will never struggle for if you truly love God. There are, there are level of love for God and his kingdom. You truly love him with the authority of the scripture. Let me tell you, he's not, he's the one who created the laws. He supervises by himself. Eh? And he can never, eventually there will be a way for you. If you truly love him, if you're not using him for anything, there can be there can be rough way here and there. Here and he said he said they that love the Lord. He said what? He said eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. He said what the Lord has prepared for them. He said it has not even entered into Google. What God asked for them? Do you truly love Him? Ask yourself. He has asked you to lay a sacrifice to go to a particular place and lay certain amount of. Um, this thing from how many years you have been struggling with it? Let me tell you. Let me. Tell, it's an indication that you don't trust Him enough. All equal in Christ, like I said, but, sac- but let me tell you, sacrifices has placed us on different levels and kidders. That is why we have people commanding different results at different levels. See, people are not the, the difference between, between, between you and that great man of God is not even the anointing, it's not the Holy Ghost. The difference between you and that man is the ladder of instruction. He has climbed diligently over the years with all accuracy, with all um, obedience and sincerity. What keep people highly see what keep people different on different cadres in this kingdom is not even by how long you pray. Those things are important. They are, they are, they are places for that. But by level of instructions that you've been able to adhere with. Every time um, 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 obedience, obedience, prompt obedience is what it shortens your way to your miracle. Shortens your way to your to your miracle. Love us down me more than this. Do you truly love him that if he gives you an instruction now and said this school you're going, I want you to stop now. And there's something I want you to do for me. If you truly love him that he said this job you're doing now, stop now. There's something I want to do for See, until you begin to vet your motive for God this way, that you can be foolish to be to the world and only be wise. Because if truly, if God is truly working with you, there are part of your life that men will never understand. There are part that they must, they must truly insult. Do you know why? Because at that period, why the result has not come out, it's like when you enter into a place where they are doing the surgery, when you come into it halfway, it's like a murder until they are done, and you see, and you, see, you can see what happened there, the glorious things, the, what has been done there. That is how the working with God is. 
but you're working with God at the beginning is like it's like walking into a soldier halfway. It's like a mother. People look at you and say you're very foolish. Imagine working for two years or or God just instructed you to take your social amount of salary that you save over the years and go to one church they are building or go to one place and take it and give to one mama or go to one place and give it to one man that is about to pay the school fees of his children or go to I'll find somebody and you just God just led to somebody. That's a foolish instruction, humanly speaking. But let me tell you, every time that men want to rise from the authority of scripture, there is always an instruction given to them. You want wine, put water in that pot. You want wine, put water in that pot. Every God's instruction is what leads us to our destination in life. Is an he, he, when God, every time that God wants to change a man's life, one thing that comes is instruction. It is anchored upon the instruction. Is um, our our growth in this kingdom is anchored upon instructions. You want to be saved. You don't want to go to hell. Open your mouth, confess, and believe that Jesus is Lord. It is anchored on instruction. You, you, you truly need to be vet to, to vet your motive, to check the reason why you came to God. Say, lovest thou me more than this? That even if marriage did not come, do you still love him? You have to ask yourself this question. Hope you not go and say, I will serve another God. Even if money did not come, do you still love him? Lovest thou me more than this? Peter, do you love me more than this fishing you're doing? Do you love me more than all of these things you're doing? Even if God said, Look, as a man of God, I will anoint you, you will have all of this, but you will never cross certain territories and borders. You will never cross a part of this Nigeria. No man will hear your above, just only this. Do you still love him? Or you love him because of the flamboyancy of ministry so that you can fly and people can begin to hear you and call you the next uh, face of this one and that one. Sometimes I, I was walking on the road the other day. And I was venting my true sincerity. I said, God, search my heart and see if I if I'm if I'm doing ministry, if I'm loving you because because um, um, uh, I want to be that great man of God. I'll be flying everywhere and people will be saying and, and they'll be yelling me and saying that we thank God, God is that is that, that 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 is one side. Is that the reason why I'm truly serving you and doing all of this that I'm doing? Lord, search my heart and see. Search my heart and see. Lovest thou me more than this. You love him more than all of this. Is. We truly have to be searching our heart. It is one prayer we should be sat my heart and see, oh Lord. Do you truly love? Do you truly love him? Or you're just using him for money? You're just using him to get um, 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 um since you know, or you're just using him to push your music ministry. Do you do you truly love him or you're, you're, you're just using him to push your social media sandal? Love us down me more than this. We'll get to a point where there's no there, there's no thing. He said, What can separate us from the love of God? That nothing truly can separate you. See, I've said it before that this generation that we are, uh, yes, we have faith, but this generation we have we lack what I call emotional. You must learn to go. See, the, the, he said, when you if when you pass through the water, when you pass through fire, he didn't say if you he knows you surely pass. Say he's with you. He said, and it was John the Baptist was in the wilderness he said, until a season of appearance. So let me tell you, until your sin of appearance come, you must develop a emotional, you must be emotionally strong so that you can withstand the things that life can bring. Not every single thing you're crying everywhere here and there and you're throwing your emotions here and there. Yes, truly, there are, there are periods when your, your humanity can catch up on you, but you just don't throw it everywhere here and there every day. You must learn to build this and you are strong in spirit until season of showing forth. Do you love him more than marriage? Do you love him more than power? Do you love him more than anointing? Do you love him more than big churches? Do you love him more than big ministries? Do you love him more than, more than your job? Do you do, can you sacrifice your ambition? Do you love him more than your ambition? 
you say you 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 came out from a, from 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 your um, from your law school. You add all of the things. There is a place for you to even work and say, sit down. Let me show you. Let me place something upon your life. That is more than the law school that you go sit here. Then you became like John the Baptist. You go to the wilderness and he began to train you. He begins to show you how the kingdom works. And they say, keep your certificate one place. I want to place something more than the certificate upon that certificate. Um, um, a story was given to us one time ago by, by a great man of God in this nation. We were in one of his meetings, then he told us that um, there were certain people that graduated from school, he said to a friend. Then when they graduated, I think there's a word that came for them, that they should first go and seek God for a particular year before they, they went to look for a job. You know how young people can be now, you know, once you come out from school, and when Satan is about to destroy, he gives you an opportunity where God does not give you. When where God, where every time God does not want you to go to a place, that particular place, Satan will give you an opportunity there. See, not all open doors are open doors, so not all open doors are what open doors. There are some open doors that you truly need to descend by the spirit to know that this one is not open door. Then the story was that some some of them didn't go. They didn't go for this. Um, they, they, they just went ahead and searched for job. I think one of them or two, he went to a mountain and stayed there for one full year. He was praying and asking God, what is the next thing for their life? Do you know what? Those ones that went to work, when that guy came out, what he got was like almost two years of their salary for his own starting point. When God said, my son, wait, be rejoicing, you know, because the waiting of the Lord will later come and be like Elijah. He said, and the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. He said, and the Atran Eal. Every time God wants, tells you to wait, it's a speed in the spirit because he's still coming later to come and place something upon you that will make you atone the other. He said, and Jonah walking a three-day journey in a day, in a day, so that a three-year journey can be folded for you in one month. A, a seven-year journey can be folded for you in seven A seven-year journey can be folded for you in seven months. Every time that God wants to leave men. He always give them instruction. I tell you, every time God wants to leave, when he's about to, 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 to do something to a man, he always give them instruction. John the Baptist, you carry the grace. You are going to be like the Elijah, the Elijah of this generation. You carry all of this. But do you know what? Until your season of showing forth, you have to be in the wilderness. There is always an instruction. Love us down me more than this. Do you truly love him? Or you're just using him to get all the things you want to get? Genuine love for the kingdom. Genuine love for God. The first way to truly know that you love God, the first way is that you have no will of your own anymore. That your will has been saying, he said, nevertheless, at the Gethsemane, when Jesus was about to, when we were about to come for him, he said, nevertheless, he said, let that will be done. The first way that George a Christian that truly he has been, see, the weight of God is too heavy. Only dead men can carry it. You truly need to be dead to carry his own will and submit your will to his own will. I tell you, that the first way I know, the first way, this is a personal opinion that can descend that a believer is truly spiritual and love God, is that his will, he has no will when it comes to area of his life. His will is submitted to the will. He said, nevertheless, let that will be done. Apostle Aramir was saying something. He said, if I wanted to marry my own will, I would have married a tough fair lady. But when it comes to the will of God, the height doesn't matter. It is his own will. He said, there's a will that's symmetry right unto me, but destruction, death, the end of it is death. It is destruction. He seemed right unto man, but the end of it is what is is that you truly have to find that the only one of the ways to find out that a man truly loves God, that he is subjected and submitted his will to God. That when it comes to oh, you love fair ladies, you love tall men, dark tall men, but when it comes to the will of God and the kingdom of God, come somebody says something, say in this kingdom we don't marry for love, we marry for the kingdom's sake. 
so that the kingdom can find expression. Do you know why? Because in every marriage, there's something God is trying to achieve. The book of Esther, have you not imagined that? How the Bible did not mention the name of Esther's children? It didn't tell us anything because the marriage of Esther was not, yes, they can give birth to children, but the major purpose of that marriage was to deliver the Jews. It was not about the children. So there's something that the kingdom of God is truly finding expression to do through your marriage. So, and this expression and these things can only be carried out when you truly marry the will of God. Sorry, I'm deviating from this thing. I'm just trying to show you how the will that you subject and submit. I know that we all have our speck, but when it comes to doing business with God, you must submit your speck to the speck of God. Whether in job or anything, you must submit. You want to do this and God say do this. Because you're, do you know why? You're now a man under authority. God can say to you, go here, you go. He can say to you, come here, you come. That is one of the ways to truly know that a man is truly dead. As the, the weight of God is the weight of God is too heavy. Only dead men can carry. That's why Apostle Paul was showing us. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. He said, Nevertheless, I live, but yet not I. But Christ will live in me. He said, The life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God, will live in me. He said, Who died for who, who loved me and died for me? You must truly know that the first way to truly know that you truly love God, love is down me more than this. You love him more than all of those things. You love him more than your certificate. You love him more than your ambition. You love him more than power. You love him more than ministries. The first way to know is that you have no will when it comes to when it comes to the place of your life. It has been submitted to God. You want to go to you're, you're, you're about to travel and you're asking God as everybody is going and he tell you stay back. This time is for retreat. That is a matured believer. You can discern what God is saying every time that you subjected your will. That is that man become be you stay to his will you you are subjected to whatsoever it gives to you because you're a man under authority believe me this is how every great man i've read about either in life or in ministry this is how god made them that they are subjected to the will of god bishop will said something he said you will never know you can read all my books and listen to all my tips but you will never know this my secret until you know how my heart beat for god that you submit your will to him that his will becomes your own will. You don't have any will anymore. When it comes to certain things, you don't have spec. You don't have choice. Your choice has been subjected to his own choice. You're a man under authority. Remember. The, 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 the other way to know, the second way to truly find out that a man is truly, he say he loves God, loves me more than this, that he truly loves God, is that he subjected himself to the authority of the scripture. That you subject yourself to what? To the authority of the scripture. That if there, by the, if there be any wrong thing, by any means, there's any wrong thing that you're doing, and you find out in the scripture that this thing you're doing is wrong, immediately you change because you find it in the scripture. That people, there are people who say, eh, when you show them a particular part of the scripture, they say, eh, this one, that one, that one, eh, remove Bible one side. So we'll remove Bible one side and bring what to the other side. That you're subjected to the authority of the scripture. Say, be not conformed to this one. Say you're in the world, but not of this world. But yet, you don't want to allow certain things to rest. You don't want to allow certain ways to rest. You don't want to allow certain places to rest. You still find yourself in certain places. Find yourself in the midst of certain people. You still do certain things because what? You are not submitted. When it comes to that part, they, they pick one side of the scripture and leave the other side. One of the ways to truly know that the man is subjected to God and that truly loves him, that he submit to the authority of the scripture. You do what? You submit what? It's not by just misinterpreting the scripture so that people can submit your misinterpretation. No, the real authentic of the scripture that you submit to it. That by any means you find what you're doing that is wrong and you find true that it is wrong through the word of God. And you submit to whatsoever the word God is an indication that the man was who truly loved God. You are your 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 ego has been put down through the word of God. See, the word of God is like a king. If you truly submit to it, you will flog out every nonsense in you. 
if you truly, truly, truly subject to this world, it will flog out any nonsense in you. I tell people one time, I, I, I said something one time, the reason why we are asking, should I pay tithe, should I do this one, should I do that one, it is because people are not really, they don't really love God yet though. Because if you truly love God, there are people who pay more than 10%. There are people who give as if their life depends on it. There are people, and she, let me tell you something, there's no way you can give to God and remain the same. Say, for God so loved the word I gave is only because it's on our salvation is even resting on the platform of sacrifice. I don't see any man who genuinely, truly follow God, obey these principles, instruction, truly, is that is correct towards God, has the right motive towards giving, that remains in one place for long. Never, never. God is not a user of man, he's a lifter of men. If he asks you, believe me, he wants to lift you. Every time God asks you to do something, that's your money in your account. I say, close it and, and go to one motherless baby soul. Close it and go and give to one new church that is building. Close it and sow into this brother's life. Close it and sow into this sister's life. Believe me, every time God gives you an instruction, it may be tough, humanly speaking, but rejoice. It's about to lift you. God does not give instruction. You obey them promptly and remain the same. No, sir. No, sir. God is not a user of man. Rather, is a raiser of men. That you submit to the authority of the scriptures. Thirdly, that when it comes to to when the third way that the saying that people can truly know if people love God, that you can give anything to God and His kingdom. See, I've said it over before, and I'm saying it again. There's any, there's nothing in my life that I can give to God. I tell you, there's nothing. Mention one thing in my life. I will be, I will be the first person to kill it and give it. There's nothing in my life. I'm saying it from experience for from, from the little one God has blessed me with. I tell you, there's nothing. Whatsoever thing that I can give to God and his kingdom may never come. Never. Never come. Yeah. Talk about closing your account many times. Not once. Go to I ah no 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 no. 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 No, no. Talk about give uh, no sir. No sir. What I can give to God and his kingdom may never come. See, let me tell you. See, one of the things that truly fight and I can say is competing with God is not even Satan, no. It's a God called the God of Mammon. There are people who can pray, who can do anything, but when it comes to giving to God and His kingdom, they are very skeptical about it. Say, touch not my pocket and do my post no harm. Touch not my pocket and do my post no harm. They are very skeptical. One of the ways to truly know that a man truly genuinely loves God, that his resources will truly be committed to the work of the kingdom. You may get angry about it, but that's the truth. That his resources, his money, will truly be committed. I tell you, God does not just take from men and lead them all. He, I've seen people who are committed to this principle and God lead them anyhow. When God is about to lift such people, he breaks every principles and protocols for their sake. He doesn't look back. It doesn't look bad. If you truly love God, your resources must be committed to Him, no matter how small it is. I read the story of Kennedy and I found out that he was even paying time from his school fees. And even when you give him the school fees, the school fees will not be completed again. Hope you know that a few years ago he has given 22 private jet as gifts. I tell you, cannot give to God and His kingdom and remain the same. You're not really, not, not because you're giving so you can get plenty from me, all of that, but I'm telling you the truth. Whichever way you want to put it, you know, people can just misinterpret this talk now but no man who truly sincerely from his heart love god give to the kingdom of god and remain the same i've said it god is god is not the user of man he's a reason of men one of the ways to truly know that a man that he has conquered the god of mammon there's nothing i can give to god i'm saying it i've said it before over and over again i'm saying it again talk of giving all your account money no no sir no sir everything no sir no sir talk of selling your property to give no sir no sir everything god has helped me a bit 
God has helped me a bit. Whatsoever thing that I will not be able to give to his kingdom, may he never come to me in Jesus' name. I'm saying it again. I'm recording I know. Whatsoever thing that I can't give to God or to his kingdom, may he never come to me in Jesus' name. There's nothing I can't give. And there's nothing that has been in my power that God has asked me to give that I have not give. And I'm still giving. I tell you, it may pain me. I may, I may struggle with it, but believe me, I lay it down. It's a grace. He said that I have the power to lay it down. There's a grace, the power to lay it down. When the rest of you, there's nothing you can give to his kingdom. And that is when God can even invest a certain dimension of his own to you. Because he knows that if he asks you to, you can lay it down. The grace to lay it down. That's your coming back home. They pay you salary. God said, just remove your transport there. Remove your transport for the month there. And just like, the rest... Take it to that church. They are building down, down your house there. Go and lay down there. There's a job. There's a... And one, it's not even your... One, it's not even your church. Two, the pastor said, you may not even like his face, but it doesn't... You, not, you not liking somebody's face does not, does not close the door that they have a covenant with God. So God tells you to carry that money and go and so there. God has seen it as you're coming. That moment that fries are carry all that money and give to her. Every time God gives instruction, it may be painful. I've had so many experiences of it, believe me. See, do you know what? You can even have a need. Your astral is about to expire and God tells you that astral you're looking for is 150 and you have 100,000. You're looking for 50,000. And God says, tell you, remove 40,000 from that astral and go and give it to somebody. Believe me, when God asks you to go and sit in somewhere and there's no chair there, before you sit, there'll be chair. He says things according to his capacity. Believe me, you go and give that 40,000 naira, you'll be surprised you come back that a major favor will come your way or that your landlord can even take that money for that year. You don't believe. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. God, God, when God is about to lift a man, he doesn't take, he doesn't, he doesn't take permission from anybody. He comes in his own mighty way. Believe me when I tell you. God leads without looking back. You will be so shocked. Even you, you will be shocked at the way because you yourself, you can't stop him. Was it not the man of God that said years ago that they sold the only car that he had and he gave his salary? He gave it, the salary they were paying him. He asked the church to be paying him again that he laid down as a sacrifice. The car he gave, he sold the car and gave to the mission. God said, Even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. I say, By my name, have I sworn you'll be rich? And he's a, he's, a, he's a wealthy man today. That's why I said, See, you are equal. Low. Yeah, but sacrifice has placed us on different levels than kids in this kingdom. That is why we command different, different. That is why we command different results at different levels. Because, see, let me tell you, there are certain men you may, not, there are certain men you may not like their face, but upon them is a covenant of blood dripping because they have sacrificed everything. There's not, they are so dead. There's nothing they can give. Ah, they are so dead. They are like. They, they are like, hey, but there's nothing they can lay down your altar until you become like this. Then truly, they can be vetted that this man loves God. That even at the expense of your own pain, God still asks you to do this, you can do. Just like Abraham, I know, I know that truly you love this world, but come and sacrifice him for me. Lovest thou me more than this. Lovest thou me more than the money in your accounts. Lovest thou me more than the money in your accounts. Lovest thou me. More than, more than ministry. Lovers tell me more than the relationship you're keeping. Lovers tell me more than that marriage. Lovers tell me more than your children. Lovers tell me that we can truly sit down and begin to vet our motive that do we truly love God. You begin to check yourself and, and get that somebody gets you angry in a bit in the church and you left. Do you truly love God? Begin to do what? To vet your motive and begin to, to check do I truly love God? Love this tell me more than this. Do you truly love him more than this? 
You love him more than money. Do you truly love him more than power? <laughs> Do you truly love him? You have to. It's, it's a hard thing. It takes. It takes. It's not something you get in one day. It takes a lot of time to be fully dead when it comes to being dead to resources. See, I know men who can give prayer. They can give what they can. But when it comes to giving resources to the kingdom, they can't. It is one of the hardest things to do to the kingdom. I don't know why Satan fight people that way. The God of Mammon. You can't start to master the time. When you truly get to the level where you can give everything and give your resources, believe me, you're truly a dead man. I tell you, because the weight of God is too heavy, my brother. Too heavy. Too heavy, sir. Too heavy, sir. When you get to that level, it's when. possibilities and the dimension of God of certain area can be can be vested upon you. You God has told you that you're a kingdom financier. You are even the one that will be dead more than a pastor. You don't know because God is about to commit the wealth of nations to your hand. And in this kingdom, we are not owners. So owners are rebel. We are still old. That we are like the ATM to God. That when he comes and says, give me this, give me that. If God is calling you to be a financier, kingdom financier, be ready to give a lot. I, that is the first principle first. Be ready from the little you are. From that 1,000, be ready to give 500 to the kingdom. <laughs> God is calling you there. Me, I'm not a pastor. I'm a kingdom financier. You are even the one that needs to be dead more because God is going to prune and remove every jargon in you to see that he, the, the, the level of wealth is about to invest upon you that anytime he comes and says, give me this to this, this to this place, take this to this place, you will not struggle. You will not be bumbling. So he will prune all the rubbish and all the nonsense from your heart. You don't know. You kingdom financier, you are truly the one that truly to be dead. To material things because if god is going to invest his wealth upon you then believe me believe me it's going to remove every nonsense from your heart to find out that you somebody might have insulted you somebody might have said something bad about you but god says you carry that money you offer and give him <laughs> lovest thou me more than this more than your own ego more than your anger more than your strife lovest thou me more than this kingdom financier yeah it's not by writing everywhere on twitter and everywhere that you're kingdom financier are you ready to pay the price can you drink of the cup of kingdom financiers can you drink of the cup can you drink can you drink of the cup that the, there's a the, 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 the level the the deeper the anointing the deeper the, the the instructions that comes with it can you drink of the cup your kingdom financier no doubt about that but be ready that from that your 500 300 is ready to go for the kingdom because in this kingdom we are not owners. Owners are rebel. We are only steward. We are like the ATM of God. He comes and says, Give me this, we give him. That is how men can become big. When he find you faithful, that truly the grace to lay down is upon you, then believe me, can he can lay anything or he can give you anything. Believe me. The grace to lay it down. The grace to follow the principles that we've heard today. Not just to be a hearer but doer. May God grace you in the name of Jesus. And most of you, while we are waiting for instruction from God, Lord, as you listen to this podcast, may the instruction come speedily in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, most of you who God has given you instruction, you're struggling one way or the other to carry them out. Lord, I decree, Lord, the grace, the grace, the grace to lay it down. I place it upon you now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I decree once still lay down the blessings that follow this. Satan, the devil, any attempt to hinder the devil to, to hinder the blessings, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. The grace, the faith to lay whatsoever God has asked you to lay it down. 
I decree the rest upon you now in the name of Jesus. You are blessed of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. All right, maybe you're you're listening to me. You've not given your life to Christ. Just um, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. I believe you died and rose up on the third day. You took away all my sins. And today I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. You're, you're welcome to the family of Christ. What you just see now, you've um, um, translated from the place of darkness to the place of his dear son. You're seated heavenly above. You're seated with Christ now. So what you would do for me now is just look for a Bible teaching church, a, a place where they are teaching the real word of God. Make sure you start attending. Don't just attend alone. Make sure you are committed what kind of the house of God. There's a blessing that is attached to serving the house of God. Don't miss that. Make sure you're serving there. All right, maybe any Anybody wants to reach out for anything 089-59799587. My name is Abraham. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Youth Network Podcast.